The following podcast may contain themes and references not suitable for young people and may also contain themes and references that might be offensive to some listeners. Be advised that no ill will has been intended in recording this episode and it has been done so purely for entertainment purposes. If you have any concerns or complaints about what is discussed in the following episode, please contact us. Listener discretion is advised. Time to frock up, put on the sequence and say Guten Tag from Liverpool. We bring you Australia's original Eurovision podcast, Eurovision. Direct from the Eurovision capital of Australia, Sydney. Now, here's your host. Ben Novotova. It is Eurovision, Australia's original Eurovision podcast coming to you again today for another bonus special episode. We're still about a month away from Eurovision 2023. And just as we did a few weeks ago, we've got an interview for you today. And we're catching up with, let's just say, a good friend of the show right now, Brooke Scully. And of course, we spoke to a couple of weeks back ahead of her Australian tour, a Eurovision watch party tour going around the five mainland capital cities to go over the 2023 Eurovision entries, have some fun with Eurovision fans, and of course, perform some music along the way as well. And I caught up with Brooke in Sydney. She is at the time of releasing this, about to head to Brisbane. She performed in Sydney last night, but had the honour of being able to sit down with her and have an in-person chat with how her tour has been going in Australia, lots of special guests that have joined her along the way. She's been experiencing some great Aussie culture and had an absolute blast across the country over the last few weeks. So this is a fun chat that you're going to hear. A bit of a, an interesting break that came in the middle of this, but uh, still a lot of fun. So let's go into my chat once again with Irish entrant from 2022's Eurovision, Brooke Scullion. A couple of weeks ago on Eurovision, we had the pleasure of speaking to our very first guest on the show, which again, still baffles me that we've been around for so long, never had a guest. And since then, our guest has arrived in Australia. She's uh, had an epic time performing to sold out shows across multiple cities. She's met koalas, she's gone to Grand Prix, she's gone to AFL games, and now she's sitting right next to me in a cafe in Sydney. Brooke Scullion. Brooke, welcome back. Hi. I didn't know I was your first guest. It's, it's, it's interesting because I do many podcasts. We have guests all the time. And for some reason on Eurovision, we've never had a guest. I don't know why we've not tried for guests. It's weird. Well, this is cool because this is my first in-person podcast. Hey, look there at that. Go. There wow. you go. We're ticking all the boxes. Uh, how, how have you been the last couple of weeks? I know when we last saw you, you were pumped. I think you were about less than 24 hours from getting on a plane. <laughs> sure, the jet lag's worn off right now, but uh, how have the last few weeks been? I was cleaning out my apartment in Dublin. That's when we got... That's right, I remember. here was... <laughs> me dropping everything. Look, do you know what? It has been... It's blown, it's blown me away in terms of I, there's no way I could have prepared for this. I got off the plane and we were like jet lagged for maybe I was only jet lagged for like two days, and after that it just 
was incredible everywhere from Perth to Adelaide Melbourne Sydney like I just don't know how I just don't know how I've never been here before obviously the flight is so long but the the draw of the place like I just kept saying to Ronan like it's so magnetic the people are nothing's nothing's a problem <laughs> should be right no worries mate right should be right you're learning all those things the phrases and all that sort of stuff since you've been can here can I say no, I you can word. say anything you can really? say whatever you want go right. for it we didn't come here to fuck spiders, mate. <laughs> You've won life because that's the one that always wins. And we're literally talking, your food has arrived. Yeah. So we, you know what? I'm not that hungry. So, and I like food cold. So let's just let's just keep going. Look, i tell you what. I, I'm such a chill interviewer that you can eat and speak with your mouthful if you really want to. Or we can pause this at any point. So you, you, <laughs> you let me know that. But one thing um, that I've noticed along the way, just with the shows, every single time the day sort of of a show, you're posting there like, Five tickets left, three tickets left, two yeah. tickets left. They're selling out. They're selling out very quick. We're recording this today of your Sydney show tonight. But, I mean, has that surprised you that these shows are selling out and the Aussies are really getting behind and coming to see you? This is the thing, right? So, Perth, I was terrified. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'd just been doing dancing for five months straight and I hadn't slang in so long. And I was sitting backstage and I was like, oh, my God, no one's going to know anything. <laughs> no one, Everyone's going to just hate all of this show until That's Rich comes on. Like, that's just what I thought. And whenever I come on stage, I could see people mouthing all the words wow. to my songs, and I got so emotional. Like I, I really, it really took me back. Um, the reception that I've gotten is incredible. I don't know what it is or why Australia likes me, but it has just been, it's just been so like hum, like I just so grateful to be here. And it's just it, everyone is. There's been the best crowds I've ever like had. These these shows have taken me by surprise completely. I think. We're very similar, aren't we, Aussies and the Irish? You know, we've got that laid-back sort of drinking culture, <laughs> sort of, you know, we're very friendly, all that kind of stuff. But I think, I know we talked about the other week about that love of Eurovision that Australia has. Has that even surprised you at that level? Because I'm sure you were aware that we love Eurovision. Yeah. Obviously, that's why we're allowed to be in it. But to see, I've seen the photos of people coming dressed up. They've got the scarves. Obviously, the fan clubs brought you out here. But, like, that love of Eurovision that people have in this country... Like, seeing the costumes, like, the level of detail that goes into them. Like, people really sit at a sewing machine and can create these looks yeah. to completely pay homage to people that they love. And that's incredible. To think that Eurovision can span so far and influence so many people. The love is just so pure here. It really is. And I know that Eurovision fans are great everywhere, but I've noticed a massive, massive... Like, I'm just... I'm just so impressed. The spirit here is crazy and everybody's so kind and really, really kind. And I just don't know why me, do you know what I mean? I don't know what it is. We know why. You're amazing. We love the song. Again, as I said, robbed of not even making the final last year. Come on, we still, <laughs> we'll still talk about that. And I think we've got to be passionate in this country because we've got to get up at like five in the morning to watch Eurovision, right? So like that's kind of, you know, semis during the week. It's a work day. Then it's a Sunday morning for us. I, I remember growing up when they didn't show it live and they would show it at 8.30 on a Sunday night and you had to avoid the news because oh they would always God. tell you that pre-internet. But that was then the level of commitment that they started showing at life here so we can vote and all that kind of fun stuff. Could, would you get up at 5.30 in Ireland if they like hosted it in Australia? Would you be that committed, do you think? Yeah, of course I would. Of course you would. That's a correct answer. I thought no, you'd say that. Of course I would. Like, do you know, um, there's so many people passionate about different things and like a lot of MMA fights start in, in Vegas and then everybody stays up and watches them. Game of Thrones came out at like 3 in the morning. Like these are all, these are all massive things that people are, obsessed with and why not you know like Eurovision's the exact same 100% tell you what 
This food is looking too good and I'm smelling it. I'm going to let you eat. We're going to take a, a brief break here and we'll come back and I'll talk to you more after you eat. Because this is, what have you got here? Like smashed avo and bacon and egg and everything. I got some smashed avo, bacon. You said that so well. I'm um, liking the accent. Um, fried egg. I got... <laughs> Keep going. You're fitting in. You've, you've been here long enough. I like this. I've been... Is beetroot as well on top? Or? Beetroot. Beetroot. <laughs> Jeez, you, you really, yeah. God, no, yeah. Eat your food. We'll come back and we'll get a review of the food straight away afterwards. Go, go, go. Okay, thanks for that brief interruption of food. Uh, how was it, Brooke? Stunning. It was Stunning. fabulous, yeah. And do we want to give a plug to where we are right now? The uh, the Paramount? It's called Paramount, yeah. yeah. And this coffee's delicious. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. If you're in Surrey Hills in Sydney, come along and uh, try their food. Uh, we cannot complain. Uh, we're talking a, a little bit off air about this year's Eurovision. And I know we briefly touched on it uh, a couple of weeks ago, but obviously as part of this tour, you're doing a watch party. So you're sort of... You're getting everybody to watch it. They rate it and kind of having a fun Eurovision. What have you learnt so far? What are some of the favourites that the crowds in Australia are enjoying with some of this year's Eurovision songs? Um, okay. Well, personally, I love France this year. Yep. She's epic. Oh, my God. She actually, like, yeah, fabulous. But obviously, you've got the front runners like Finland and Sweden. And then, obviously, whenever Australia comes on with their amazing spot like last in semi-final two that's where you want to be um look it's different every place weirdly like there's different one people are like oh my god i love poland or like i love denmark and like they're like it's just it's just everyone's i love that that's what's that's what's meant to be the sort of regional differences where people have that how have you found the reception like obviously australia we're going to be very parochial about our own songs but have people been talking highly of Voyager? And obviously you got to hang out with them a bit too in Perth, didn't you? I got to hang out with Voyager. They were so lovely, so lovely in Perth. So they came up and we got a picture and they were like, have you any advice? And I was like, look, boys, are you nervous like for about performing? And they were like, no. And I was like, well, then I don't have any advice. I think the only thing I can say is you'll be absolutely tired. Like, you'll be so dead, but you'll have to do it. Like, you just, you'll, you'll kick yourself if you don't, like, you know, do everything. Make yourself as as known to people as you can, and make sure your campaign is is very vibrant. So, how important is that in terms of being a performer at Eurovision, campaigning outside of the performing? Does that go on? Like, are you going around to all the other like countries, going, "Hey, I'm Brooke from Ireland. This is my song." And like, is there sort of a lot of wheeling and dealing behind the scenes that we don't get to see? I w- I. <laughs> but you're allowed to tell us, of course, Brooke. No, no, no. Do you know what's too funny? I probably did that, but I don't know if anyone else did. I don't. I just. I don't know what anyone's opinion of me was because I was mental. Like honestly, I was like, "Oh my god, you're da 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 da," and like you know, it was. It was all very much. I just wanted to be make friends, and I did. And I literally have had the best friends out of this like the competition ever. Me and Ronella and Sheldon and Urs. So like them three for me are like my three people that will always be a, like in my life and I think that's cool like that is so cool and we spent so much time with certain groups and you get on buses together and you travel and you like you're, you're hungover together and it's <laughs> it's it's a bonding process constant party oh well I, I did no, that's that's what we want right <laughs> that's what we want there you mentioned Sheldon he joined you for one of the performances here in Australia you had a lot of special guests along the way you mentioned Voyager as well a uh, bit of extra fun for the fans as well whoa she's that she's she, that was a hiccup I she got very excited by the mention of all these tours but uh, I mean that obviously adds a bit of an element too that the fans coming on to meet you are meeting some of Australia's sort of uh, past uh, performers at Eurovision as well Mm-hmm. 
I mean, look, it's been unbelievable. It's always nice to have different artists with you and you get to gel backstage. And obviously I love Sheldon anyway, so it's nice to have him there. Look, I don't know if I, like, we're going to talk about who's coming tonight. We're, we're, we're releasing this on the Saturday, so by the time people are listening, they know. But who's coming to Sydney tonight? Okay. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, here's the little spilly TT for you. You can't tell anyone. No, I'm not, no. I'll know it's you because you I will. haven't told anyone. Yeah. So you, you'll hunt me down I'll and basically... Yeah, you'll send Dustin the tor- turkey and Jeb would after me, right? That's that's what happens in Ireland. Wow. Yeah, anyway. You who's would never survive. Never. No, I really wouldn't. Bono, fine. But no, those guys, no. no. Give us the exclusive that people will hear a day after this has uh, happened. <laughs> okay. So it's Andrew Lambro. Oh, nice. I think I said that right. You did. I yes. think. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Don't ask me about pronunciation. I'm terrible, but I'll say yes. So he's a separate living in Sydney. So he is representing Cyprus this year, and his song is incredible. I don't even know if he's singing tonight. So you, I, I think he's there. You, well, he should be singing if he's performing. He needs some practice, right? He always needs those warm-ups on the lead. I'll make him sing. Get yeah. Get him to sing. That's rich with you. Sing. Yeah. And you, make him pay us. Exactly. Exactly. Right. You know, you've got to. You've got to. Giving him the experience. You've got to recoup some costs back from coming here to Sydney <laughs> in Australia, right? You and Ronan. You know, you can yeah. ride this up and tax. Do that with Cyprus as well. So we backhand. Andrew, actually, did you not? Did you not pay when you came in? Like that was actually the standard. Oh, don't worry. I'll give it to her. It's okay. Yeah. Exactly. That that's how it works in Australia. But that's exciting though to kind of have like. A current performer sort of there as well. Yeah, I know. Like that was a surprise to me because I didn't know there was going to be these guests whenever I came. I, they were like, "Oh, Voyager's coming tonight." I said, like, "Oh, cool." So they tell you on the day. They don't the even day. Wow. the day. Right. And then I found out um, two days before Sheldon came, and then I found out a good while before that like, Andrew was coming. So you're gonna rock up to Brisbane and like freaking Britney Spears is gonna no show idea. up. I have no idea who's coming at Brisbane. I don't know if there is anyone coming at Brisbane. We'll, we'll pull some strings. Who we can get from Brisbane? Ryan. It's Rita Ora. Ah, it's just Rita Ora. She's there, I think, whatever. You know, fine, that sort of stuff. But, I mean, when you get that opportunity, as you said, with Voyagers to give advice, do you give people different advice depending on their personality? You said you sort of asked them, like, are they nervous? But, like, is that something that you... It depends on a performer what advice you can give to someone ahead of performing at Eurovision? Well, they'd have to tell me. They Like, I can't just say, um, oh, you should do this, this and this. I would ask them... What are your worries? Like, where do you think that you need to focus on? And like, what I did, like, if I can give personal experience that's going to help them, of course I will. But I don't know what they need to hear. All I can do is give them the generalized, this is going to be the best thing you ever do, but you'll need a month after to do nothing. (laughs) And then should they go on Dancing with the Stars? Absolutely. <laughs> but they'll not be as good as me. Never. They can't They can't be that way. Which, again, uh, Australian connections have any helped here yet? Like, have you? are you on the next season of Australian Dancing with the Stars? I'm on the next season of Australian Love Island. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Married at First Sight, all those sort of ones? Maths. Maths. Have you got into that when you've been here? Yes, I was on it like COVID. Wow, that's you know. crazy. It's, it's a weird thing, but we're, we're involved. Cultural things, though, I mentioned to you go to an Australian Rules football game. You did. I didn't go to rugby yet. It's the only thing I haven't done. You're in Brisbane, what? I don't know if there's a game this weekend after you perform. I'm going to Byron to pick up a Hemsworth. Hey, they're always there. (laughs) I think they own half the bloody, uh, the town there now. I may do some vandalism and get involved with one of them. Which one do you want though, besides the obvious? Chris. Of course, right. No one wants Liam. Well, I don't know. I just could never do that to Lily. Lily. Who's the other one? Who's the third one? 
Oh God, there's a third one. There is a third one. No one. Always forgets about it. Wait, Like the Jonas Brothers. There's a fourth Jonas Brother as well. I. That's bad. Well, that's like the. Elizabeth Olsen as well. Yeah. Oh, that's. Well, she's kind of more famous than the Olsen twins. Who's the last laugh? What did you think of the AFL game? You saw the dogs in Brisbane, of course, and now I believe you're a dog. But not the worst side to go for, but not the best. Did you not see my TikTok? I did. I saw you with like the actual the mascot. Like you were getting involved. Um. One of them DM'd me. Oh, all right. <laughs> Can you say who? No. Wow. And and is there prospects here? Love. Oh, look I'm at this. Be a bulldog's girl forever. You're gonna be like this absolute power couple, right? Like <laughs> Ireland Australia connection. You really are a bulldog supporter, then. I am. Um, I have wow. my scarf. Wow. Okay. Going <laughs> <laughs> to mention about Formula One. Did Charles Leclerc or Carlos Sainz also DM you? Oh, I wish that would have that would have trumped that. Is that the first Grand Prix you'd ever been to? Yes. And we always watch it at my house, and Zach always goes off. Zach's my brother. He just goes storming out when Max wins, and I'm like, but Zach. Standard. He had like I love. I do like Max. Obviously, I don't know if we'd be friends in real life, but like I think he's a great, probably great athlete. But you were wearing the Ferrari hat, and I think you mentioned your dad's so Ferrari household, smart household, then. We have a Michael Schumacher signed photo in our house and a signed hat as well. This is going to sound weird the way I'm going to phrase this, but can I show you something? Yeah. Okay, hold this for a second. Hold it. I have a Michael Schumacher tattoo. (gasps) So, um... Oh my gosh! That's my level of love for the man. Jeez! Yeah. Got him. That's amazing. You, You can you can tell that to your dad. That, that's my man. I so will. Yeah. I will. That makes it even better for me knowing that you actually... Oh, you actually... We're friends now. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. I'm going to like... I, I, I want to be like MC at your wedding with this Bulldogs guy. <laughs> can, 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 I, can I book that in right now? <laughs> yes. Sweet. It's going to be a shotgun wedding. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I, I actually... Many years ago, I actually was ordained as a minister in the Church of Bacon. What? That's a real thing. The Church of Bacon. The Church of Bacon. Look it up. Um, so I don't know if I legally can marry you. So maybe... I could. Will you marry me? And, will you marry me, and then I can get an Australian visa? Of course, sure. I can do that. Awesome. You know, it's like just one of those ones where it's sort of like, cool, great, you, you know, whatever, bride, boom, here you go, have your We're visa. We're gonna have to do some fake Instagram posts. And We're so that. in love, Brooke. I need to change my name. Yeah. Do you like? Do you like the name Waterworth? Does that really fit, Brooke Waterworth? Brooke Waterworth. Very proper. Miss, know. it's Miss Waterworth. <laughs> Misses. Honeymoon to a rugby game. Okay. There you go. We'll get, we'll get married on the field. Exactly. There we go. And you just shove it to your bulldogs, mate. And he'll be just like, damn. He's I knew I kicking himself. Literally. He better, better than kicking the balls. Um, <laughs> the, the ones on the field, that is. Uh, obviously, you, you're having so much fun here. Yeah. Will we see you back besides getting married to me or the bulldogs guy? <laughs> and can I entice you to go to my home state of Tasmania? Because that's the only state you actually haven't been. I know you saw a Tassie devil, but you got to go see them in the wild, bro. I would love to. I would love to. No, genuinely, but I don't know if I can schedule that in. Well, I think you're going home in like two days, but when you come back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, look, Tasmania and Ireland, very similar. Very green. Really? Very environmental. Very sort of a smaller population. We don't have big plate. You know, it's very... People are spread out yeah. from where Ireland is. So I think... From what I've heard from people who come from Ireland to Tasmania, mm-hmm. very similar. So I'm just I'm I'm being the tourism board for Tasmania right now. You just want me to come and live with you. Yeah, and we'll live out our fun. to meet my family. Oh, I do. I you need know. to meet your. Yeah. You're like I like I'm very traditional, Brooke, when it comes to marriage. <laughs> like, let's be honest, I don't just go and get a lope. I've got to, you know, you got to meet all that sort of stuff. But no uh, I think I'm paid by the Tasmanian government to also get. Nope quasi-celebrities to come to the state as well. So, <laughs> okay. actual celebrities. I don't say quasi, that's a bit rude, Ben. That was rude. I know, right? That She's about rude. to walk out. It's over. <laughs> Shit, I had a chance and then I <laughs> then I lost it. 
Give us your tip for Eurovision this year, Brooke. Who's winning? Oh, ah! Oh, no! Who's on the spot. Oh, look, I think the generalised answer is going to be Lorraine. And if, if she's captivating, like, she's going to do well. Like, I, I mean, obviously, top two. But, like, could anyone overtake her? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I want to say, Finland's obviously, look, I don't know. If it was me. If it was you. It is you, Brooke. You are the sole jury for Eurovision 2023. You get to decide right now. Well, well. She's really thinking. I, I can't answer. I heard, I definitely heard Sweden. Uh, Ronan, did you hear Sweden? Well, I can't comment. <laughs> Are you allowed to guess? Are you allowed to give a prediction? I like Germany. Finland for me. Finland for me. Cha, cha, cha. But I love Lorraine, so that's kind of, yeah, that's a like blasphemous sorry on my part, so I'm going to have to go with Lorraine. All right. Lorraine, Lorraine all ah, around. If Sweden oh, oh. win, they're on tie with Ireland. Hey. Wins. Yeah. That's hey. very true. Yeah. And that's as we said last time, because that is the generalised trivia. If you go out to anyone in this restaurant right now and said, who's won the most Eurovisions? I guarantee you everyone would say Sweden, but yeah, it's Ireland. So, so we, do we want Sweden to win then? I like that record that Ireland holds. <sighs> <laughs> She's putting put on the spot. I won't. No, look, yes, I would love Ireland to, you know, keep her title. She deserves... <laughs> I can't say anything. Well, of course, she would join uh, Johnny as the only two-time winner as well. So that would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. She deserves it. Yeah, she does. She's a, she queen, queen Lorraine. Uh, Brooke, this has been so much fun. We really appreciate you coming here in person to do this. I'm glad you've joined Australia. I'm glad that we're getting married soon. I'll, I'll clear up the schedule. And yeah, I'm a very busy man, Brooke. He's checking his watch. I am. I'm like, shit, Guys, come on. Rude. I know, right? But uh, we really appreciate your time on Eurovision once again. Did you watch the Courtney and Travis documentary? I did not watch the if Courtney. You can cry at least four times on our wedding day. It's not happening. I, I, I am a bit of a crier. So. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. You've been warned, though. Okay. All right. <laughs> Absolute blast to chat to Brooke once again here on Euros Vision and to Ronan there as well. Big thanks to Ronan for arranging that chat for us. And at the time of releasing this, there is one more show to go, as you would have heard us talk about there. She's performing in Brisbane tonight at the Prince Consort Hotel in Fortitude Valley in the beautiful city of Brisbane. If you want more details on that one, you can hit up eventbrite.com.au, search for the Brisbane Eurovision party featuring Brooke or you can head to other websites such as aussievision.net or the OGAE Eurovision official fan club as well. There's all the details going on there as well. So don't miss your chance to see Brooke perform for the last time here in Australia on her current tour ahead of what will be a return visit. I think we've established that purely in that interview that she will be back, clearly for our wedding, of course. That's how it's uh, going to work. But uh, big thanks again to Ronan and Brooke for their time on this show over the last couple of weeks. We've got some big weeks coming up in Euros Vision because generally, as I said, a couple of weeks ago when we first got Brooke on, we, we generally sort of show up in May and like, hey, everyone, Eurovision's on. Let's talk about it. And then we bugger off and don't do much unless we do during junior Eurovision or something like that. But this year, it's been a little bit different, of course, with these interviews. We're going to have another interview coming your way. Speaking of the OGAE Eurovision Fan Club, official fan club of Australia, we're going to be speaking to the club's president, Lachlan, in the coming days and we're going to learn a little bit more about that club and everything else what they do and uh, pretty much learning all things Eurovision ahead of what is going to be a very big year for Eurovision in 2023 and then after that interview the gang's going to get back together we're thinking about maybe doing a couple of extra episodes this year rather than just a general three we're going to be hopefully joined by a certain Colin Hilding you would have heard him a few years back 
on this show talking about the Eurovision film on Netflix. But, of course, anybody who listens to all our other products out there, the Oz Network, Off the Podium, 007, any of our other sister shows would know his voice very, very well. But he's going to join us to watch Eurovision in 2023. As a Canadian, doesn't really have much interest in Eurovision, but he's been a little bit intrigued by it over the last few years. So we're going to have him join us along the way to get his thoughts on the Eurovision songs for 2023. A lot of fun. But Jared, Alex, myself back to talk all things Eurovision 2023. It's a bumper year. There's so many good songs this year, as you heard us talk about with Brooke there. Very, very pumped and excited to be able to do that. Do all the regular things as you always do. Like us, subscribe, follow us, do all that sort of things out there as well. We are so pumped that another year of Eurovision is just around the corner. I know Jared's pretty much bursting at the bits to get out there and talk about Eurovision as we know how much he loves it every single year. So get pumped, get excited and get involved and stay with us here on Eurovision as we continue to cover the lovely contest that is our existence. I don't know what the hell that meant, Ben, but let's just say it made sense in my head. Let's close it out with Brooke again. We're going to go back to That's Rich. The song once again robbed of a final spot in 2022. My name is Ben, this has been Euros Vision, and we will speak to you again very shortly. Take your mirror off the wall Ain't you getting bored of your reflection I'm tired of dodging all your calls You wanna be the tenor of attention I'm getting sicky now, stop sending flowers I'll just burn them all and you'll cry for Stupid, that's rich When it's coming from you And that's rich Well, I got nothing to prove That's rich You think I just up beat you And that's rich Bye-bye, fool Bye-bye, fool Bye-bye, fool Used to think I need your That's right.